now listening to listening to listening to lounge radio hi guys and welcome back to another episode of stained glass sessions and we are recording episode 6 uh 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 so um today i'm actually going to be having a an awareness conversation i want to call it that uh oh by the way i'm riding solo today guys so yeah i'm all by myself <laughs> Yeah, but today your girl is solo. So yeah, sit with me and um let us let us have a conversation. Let us talk about mental health issues. That's what my conversation is all about today. Basically, mental health issues can also be defined as mental health disorders and this refi- this refers to a wide range of mental conditions, you know. And mental health basically um affects our psychological, our emotional, our mental and our social well-being. And it's so sad to see what to also know that there are so many people out there that are dealing with mental health issues and they don't even know it. You know, because mental health issues unfortunately are not always as visible as when you have a scar on your body and it's like, "Oh, you know, I have a scar on my body, I'm hurt." You know, it's it's not always that simple. It's not always that plain black and white so it's okay this is what a mental disorder is this is what mental health is all about this is what this is a lot of people suffer from mental health and they don't realize this you know i think things like depression anxiety all of those things really um are basically part and parcel of mental health and it's very important to take care of our mental health you know so um now i want to give you guys a definition of what is considered a mental health issue now this is the dictionary definition basically in overview it is a mental illness also called a mental health disorder that refers to a wide range of mental health conditions disorders that affect your mood thinking and behavior examples of mental health um illnesses include depression anxiety disorders um schizophrenia eating disorders and addictive behaviors so there's a lot of that that is definitely involved in in mental health issues and what are the signs what what are the signs that you have mental health issues because sometimes maybe the reason why people are not able to recognize um that they have mental health issues is because of the fact that well they don't even see the signs they don't see the symptoms they don't pay attention and sometimes you are so busy with everything that's going on in your life and everybody and all of that that you don't even realize how you need help you know you don't even realize it you literally go through your life as if nothing is happening in jail when you are just there you wake up in the morning you've got a busy schedule you don't get enough sleep you don't eat properly you don't and then one day you find yourself snapping at people you find yourself you always constantly in a bad mood you're constantly tired you've got migraines all the time you're just going through all of these um things all at once and you don't really know what it is and most people will literally be like ah i'm perfectly fine man i'm not depressed uh, i'm not anxious or whatever but um Some of the symptoms of having a mental um illness basically um they include excessive paranoia. I'm one paranoid person, right? Like I'm very paranoid. <laughs> like if you know me and if you've been in my personal space, you probably know how paranoid I am. I think it's because I watch a lot of horror movies probably. Yeah, I think that's why I'm so paranoid. <laughs> Cuz I watch too many horror movies, but um When it comes down to to paranoia, we're talking about excessive paranoia now. We're not talking about your normal paranoid duty, you're scared of being in the dark by yourself because I mean, I think we all are or at least I am. <laughs> But um 
we're talking about it in a much broader concept now whereby you are excessively paranoid like you feel like everybody's out to get you everything is just against you like you know you don't feel comfortable around people you don't feel easy you just you jumpy you're constantly feeling the need to like watch your back you know what i mean those type of things um worrying constant worrying you are forever worrying about everything now there are people that worry naturally you know what i mean like they are naturally like they naturally worry about stuff this is what they do they, they just worry about things like the little things they start to panic they worry there's that and then there's the excessive kind obviously you'll know when is the excessive kind because you know yourself i think sometimes you know yourself remember this symptoms are sometimes combined it's not always one symptom kuri and you're always paranoid it's combined symptoms i think that bring together that whole thing where you can officially say you know what i think i might have a mental disorder or a mental health issue or whatever um worrying excessively you're constantly worried about everything like the smallest thing like literally um I don't know you could break a glass and already for you that's a bad omen like you're worried now what if this happens what if that what if this what if that what if that you always have these what ifs but what if but what if what if 24/7 you are constantly worried anxiety and that's another thing when you are forever anxious about everything and everybody around you and now it is to the point whereby you can you can barely sleep at night because you're just so anxious about your future and it's normal i think especially for us students i think anxiety is quite normal for us because we worry about a lot of things it's like oh my gosh i got a deadline am i going to finish am i going to do well i mean semester tests are here assignments are here will i do well will i do okay will i pass will i make it for my dp you always And then you're like, will I qualify for my exams? Oh my God, I gotta go do this. I gotta go do that. At the same time, you don't want to be disappointing your parents. You don't want to be disappointing nobody. But also you're trying to balance your life now. You're also trying to be social. You're trying to be a friend. You're trying to be a sister. You're trying to be a brother. You're trying to be, you know, um, a best friend. You're trying to be everybody that you can be. And, you know, I think some of us, um, well, yeah, people in our age have kids already, you know, you're so you're in uni and you have a child. So there's a lot that kind of goes down that we have to worry about and be anxious about and i guess those type of things when they build up and they become excessive they kind of become an issue you know and then there's long lasting sadness oh my word you are forever sad and that's like right now you could you're just sad all the time shame you don't even know what's going on yeah they playing some smith and day out day in you're playing nf music you are just sad to the highest level you don't even know what's going on with you anymore honestly because that's real i know we all have random waves of sadness you know sometimes it do be like that sometimes you genuinely wake up in the morning nobody did anything nobody said anything you're just really sad for no apparent reason and you don't understand why am i being so sad but now this comes with extreme like long lasting sadness like you are forever sad like i could literally come to you right now with your favorite cake and we could indulge and then as soon as i am like okay friend i'm just greeting you and i go and then you feel sad again you are forever sad and you cannot pinpoint what your sadness comes from or sometimes you actually can pinpoint what your sadness comes from maybe there's been a loss at home um somebody passed on somebody that's very dear to you and that's just been taking a toll on you you've been thinking about it you've been anxious about it, you've been worrying you know you've just been thinking about this thing constantly and it's making you sad the more you think about it and you know so that an irritability you are always irritated everything and everybody just irritates you like you could literally be sitting here and you hear birds chirping outside and it's like why are these birds chirping outside like that's just stop you're making a noise you know 
you are very, very like authentic. Those separate things. I think um, those are the signs to look out for. You know, when you are extremely, extremely irritated, like everything just irritates you. Like it's not even a thing of maybe I'm having a bad day because we all have bad days. Sometimes we have those days where everything and everybody just irritates us. Like you don't want anything. You don't want nobody. It's like stay away from me. I don't want to talk to you. Don't talk to me. I'm just here. And we have those days. But now we are talking about it in terms of it lasting for a very long time. Literally for the past five days, you've literally just been irritated. You've been anxious. You've been worrying. You've been sad. And you don't know what's going on with your life. And you just... And those type of things. And I think extreme changes in moods. One minute you're sad. The next you're angry. The next you are... Crying. The next, you 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 feel so so happy, but not really happy, you know. So those type of things also definitely do contribute to, oh, not to contribute, but those things are signs of what could potentially be a mental health issue. And if you are experiencing any of the symptoms, do check it out. And another one is social withdrawal. We all know that it's good to take um, a social break every now and then. Definitely, it's a great thing. It's good. It's amazing. You gotta take a break. You know, you can't always be on social media 24-7 365 like you're here you gotta um, take a break obviously get yourself in check but when you feel a weird string sense of social withdrawal where you just wanna be away from your socials you wanna be away from your people even your friends like you just don't wanna be around nobody anymore you wanna be alone in your corner you just wanna sit in bed and drink coffee all day you just wanna like you don't wanna do anything anymore when you have to do something it seems like a chore even your favorite things your favorite activities they become a chore now they become you just feel like everything is just it's a drag everything is draining you constantly you feel like you are drained you are tired you are just not with it those are some of the signs to look out for when it comes to social withdrawal and then the last one is dramatic changes in eating or sleeping patterns now that one is actually one that's very common. I think I myself have been here. Not saying I've had a mental <laughs> health issue. Maybe I have. I just didn't know I had one. Hey, but yeah, because <laughs> Loki, Loki, I can relate to some of these things on certain levels. I can relate, but yeah, I think maybe it only applies when it's like really building up. Like it's actually a lot of it, obviously. But it doesn't matter how small the symptoms are. Don't take it lightly. Never take these things lightly. Never, 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 never. Dramatic changes in eating or pet or sleeping patterns. I have a very fucked up sleeping pattern, hey? Yo, a pattern I'm is messed up. Those of you that know me know. <laughs> Your girl will literally go to sleep at 4, 5 a.m. Kining your la la la. I'm gonna wake up at like 1, 2, 3 p.m. Guys, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> but I think now we're talking about, but then that's just because of school. I think with me, it's because of school because I think I find myself to be more productive during the nights. So I would rather stay up at night during these hours doing my schoolwork than during the day I'm just like calivating, I'm playing games, I'm like on social media, I'm socializing with people, I'm calling my friends, I'm out there cooking, I'm out there, I don't know, doing stuff. But yeah, and then your concentrator because I feel like and I think I love the quietness of the night oh guys I love 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 the, the, the quietness of the night it's just so peaceful it's so it's so quiet it's so beautiful it's just it's amazing but okay, we're not there <laughs> dramatic changes in that I think when you start to eat different man you know how you eat 
you know how you love your food. You know, some people really don't eat at all. Some people eat a lot. Now, if you're somebody who loves your food and you find yourself not wanting to eat, you find yourself, you just you just don't want to eat. Like, food just doesn't appetize you. You, you, you. Like, literally, like, you chew on a biscuit and then drink water and then you're fine for the whole day. Um, and like, and that's it. You will have a packet of chips. Uh, you probably won't even finish it. I think when you start to do things like that, where food just does not... Even if you're somebody who doesn't eat a lot, but you eat properly on a normal basis, and now all of a sudden food just doesn't interest you at all, you sometimes forget to eat because that is really, really bad for your body. That is really, really extremely bad for you. Eating is something that's very important that you really gotta do for your body. So when you stop eating right and you start not eating the way you should worry about it, or when you start eating more than you normally do, like now you just start eating excessively and it's not even the kind of eating where you're eating because you're hungry but you're eating because you feel like there's something that is missing and you gotta fill that void with food you feel like something is not right within me like I just I gotta do something I gotta get something in in order to fill up this thing that I'm feeling you know because some people are stress eaters um I know that so there's that now where you literally feel like the reason you are eating is not because your body wants to eat or because you're hungry but it's because you feel the constant need to um to fill up this thing that is inside you or whatever but yeah guys those are the those are the kind of um symptoms that or signs that you should look out for if you think you you have that and um, and this type of things especially these symptoms or these signs um can sometimes lead to mental breakdowns now i'm sure we we, we all know what a mental breakdown is i think a most of us at some point in time in our lives have had a mental breakdown because of something whatsoever but by definition what a mental breakdown is um or a nervous breakdown is it is sometimes used by people to describe a stressful situation in which they are temporarily unable to function normally like when in terms of day-to-day life it's commonly understood to occur when life's demands become physically and emotionally and psychologically and um mentally like overwhelming and draining and you really feel like you can't anymore like young kindo is just coming at you at once you know we ever felt like you ever felt so overwhelmed like you literally sit down and you're like i can't do this anymore like i just cannot like i'm tired like and you know what the worst part is you don't even know why you feel that way you feel so tired you feel so drained and if somebody were to come and ask and be like why do you feel the way you do? You wouldn't even be able to pinpoint it one thing and be like, this is the reason. Because you're just so drained, you're just so tired, and all of these things come at you all at once, and then you find yourself where you just, you have a mental breakdown. You literally have a nervous breakdown, and you just lose it, where you just, you, you literally just, you either like they're screaming, and where you're standing, or you just cry your eyes out or whatever however your mental breakdown happens mostly it does happen with crying most people cry through it um other people prefer to scream break things over it but yeah handle it do not suppress it i think the worst thing that you can ever do is to suppress emotions that right there is another thing that could actually contribute to mental health illnesses like bottling up emotions keeping things inside of you anything that happens you keep it you bottle these things up eventually these things are gonna fill up and they're gonna explode and unfortunately they're gonna explode now with a lot of other things that have absolutely nothing to do with what you initially um 
stress that about or having your mental breakdown about so mental breakdowns are real guys and it's really nothing to joke about and i always hear a lot of people don't take it um serious they don't take mental breakdowns serious and sometimes it's quite rare but sometimes you feel like you are going crazy like sometimes you literally feel like you are going crazy you feel like you are losing your mind you feel like nothing and nobody makes sense nobody understands you and your kind is just falling apart and you literally feel as if you want to give up on this life thing you know i read a um a quote the other day that said do you really want to die or do you just want the emotions and the things that you are feeling to die out because some people will always think we will always feel like we're suicidal and we think we want to die but it's actually not that we want to die but rather we want this thing inside of us that keeps bothering us to die you know like i'm not suicidal but i want to die <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense like i i i read that somewhere though, like it was a quote though somewhere like yeah something like i'm not suicidal but i want to die something like that yeah i think it was like that yo or my twist or is it or is it i'm not i don't want i want to die but i'm not suicidal okay something along those lines but either way it makes it means the same thing it means the same thing <laughs> you'll get what i'm trying to say you'll get what i'm trying to say but yeah those are some of the symptoms now um i don't know i think we should i also want to go through how do you know if you're having um a breakdown how do you know because some people will be like okay yes just we hear you so this is what a mental breakdown is but how do you know that you are currently going through one um i think one of the biggest and the the, the one of the biggest signs that i can say is is the most visible is when you feel like you are unable to concentrate you ever just want to concentrate on something but you can't you, you just your mind is everywhere your mind is just it's all over the place you feel like you cannot concentrate you feel like you just you want to be isolated you know what i mean you just want to be isolated you want to withdraw from your usual daily activities um literally you could get a book and try to read but it's not gonna write you could get your favorite movie and try to watch it but your mind is just it's everywhere do you know what i mean like you're feeling moody to the highest level sometimes it even goes back as far as having hallucinations If it's really 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 that bad sometimes you can even start to have hallucinations where you get vivid flashbacks of a stressful or traumatic event that is associated with whatever that you are that you went through if it was if like let's say maybe you were you 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 met your meltdown or your breakdown is associated with a trauma or something that you went through you know that's why i always say childhood traumas are a real thing guys and i think the sooner that we start realizing or what we need to heal from childhood traumas the better because another thing that i personally feel and i think a lot of people can agree with me on is that Remember guys I'm not a medical expert and I mean I'm just telling you what I'm telling you. So if you feel like I'm saying something that isn't accurate that isn't correct, feel free to correct me. Um I'm no medical expert. Do your research on these things especially on mental health. Please do go and do your research on this um disclaimer. I'm not a medical expert. I'm not a mental health expert. I'm just basically speaking on what I've read on and what I've heard people talk about and what other people have gone through and what I've gone through myself. So that's where all of this is coming from. So don't think I I'm literally like doing the, nah, nah nah nah. Personal experience, personal opinions as you guys know. But yeah, I think another thing what are they saying now? Oh yeah, childhood traumas. I was still on that. Um childhood traumas definitely do contribute. 
I personally strongly believe that they do contribute because there are certain things that we never hear from as kids. And our inner child gets triggered whenever we are in certain situations. For example, somebody, I think I'm one person who hates being yelled at. And I know for somebody who's as loud as I am, that might come with a shock like, ah, when I chase, you're always screaming and jumping and you're just loud and you know, I'm very loud. But for somebody who is so loud, when I'm confronted in a situation where somebody is yelling at me or someone is shouting at me, I cannot, I cannot deal. I just cannot, I, I lose it. And I don't lose it in terms of now I'm gonna go off on you. No, 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 no. I just, I lock. And like, I think I, I lock because I don't know what happens to me, but I do not like being yelled at. And you know, it's one thing that I cannot stand. And that is a trigger. And somebody coming at me and yelling at me is a trigger. So much so that you could literally be coming at me with such an important issue that is concerning you. And you could be telling me about this. As long as you are yelling at me, I will not hear you. I will not hear it. I will not hear you. It just doesn't work that way for me. The minute you start yelling, I walk away. You start yelling, I leave the room. You start yelling, I'm gone. You would literally sometimes even think I'm disrespecting you or I'm disregarding you, but it's not even a disregard, a disrespect thing. It's just you would see, I will not be yelled at. So I think those type of things, but obviously childhood traumas come in different shapes and sizes. You guys know your childhood traumas, those of you that have them, you know what it is. And those things are real. People always like, ah, but you're a child, Mossy, you should have gotten over this. Guys, it's not that easy. It is not that easy. When your mind has been conditioned with something, it is kind of difficult to let it go. And I think as we grow older, we always try to suppress and die down and hide that part of us. But if we're being realistic with one another, we all uh, somehow have these hidden things that we have tried to suppress with this inner child whose issues we have not yet dealt with. Instead, we suppress it and we're like, I was younger then, it doesn't matter. And then later on in your adult life, you find yourself reacting in a certain way. That's why some people react the way they do. It's like defensive people, people who are overly defensive. I, uh, I read somewhere, we would see people who are overly defensive are normally overly defensive because of the fact that they were never given a chance to expand themselves as kids. They were never given a chance to speak. You know, when they were younger, it was always a thing of they were always shut, like told to just shut up, like don't speak. You know what I mean? So they've never been heard as children to the point whereby now that they are grown, they feel they need to overly explain. They cannot speak once and let it be heard. They feel like they constantly have to keep explaining to people who would say, this is why I'm like this. This is why I speak the way I do. This is why I react the way I do. This is why I like the things that I like. This is why I can't do this, 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 this. They always feel the constant need to explain themselves because as children, they never had the chance to speak. They were never given that opportunity to say what is on their mind or they were never given the opportunity to ever be able to express themselves. That's what I was looking for express themselves they were never able to do that so <laughs> that's that's another thing childhood traumas definitely do contribute to a lot and i think and it's about high time that we started healing our inner child have a conversation with yourself have a conversation with a medical professional have a conversation with um, a therapist a psychologist i know most facilities sometimes provide like for example with schools and universities they sometimes provide a school psychologist a school therapist or whatever talk to somebody do you know what i mean heal you heal yourself 
because you will never be able to deal with other people if you have issues do you know what i mean your your inner child if you never deal with that it will always come off even at times when you least expect it because sometimes something will trigger you and without you even realizing what this thing is a trigger boom you you explode and it's only after the explosion that you're like but why did i react that way i'm not that kind of person why am i acting this way why why because we don't deal with our childhood traumas ladies and gentlemen we just strip them under the rug and we're like ah you know what we're grown now we don't have time for that but unfortunately mental health issues are something that cannot be dealt with um that easily on a basis of let's sweep it under the rug it can be dealt with definitely but it cannot be put under the rug um Another thing that I quickly want to discuss that I think I forgot to mention at the beginning of the video was physical symptoms of mental health illness because I mentioned a lot of um psychological emotion mental and emotional but I didn't mention anything on the physical part um when it comes down to the physical symptoms these include insomnia I think I I mentioned that one already insomnia is basically when you are unable to sleep difficulty sleeping um sleep basically your sleep pattern is disrupted you can't sleep you try to sleep but you can't fall asleep you are mostly awake you spend most of your day being awake now i'm not talking about if you're going to sit up until 3am and then you decide ah i'm insomniac no that's not how insomnia works okay just that one day you didn't sleep doesn't mean you're insomniac it's a constant thing meaning for two weeks for an entire week or two weeks straight when you've literally been able been unable to fall asleep to sleep properly maybe you have to take sleeping pills in order to sleep or there are ways in this ganja or other alternatives in order to help you sleep now that's where i think that's what we can define as insomnia but do but do your own research on that and find out the proper proper definition of what insomnia is an exhaustion you are constantly um feeling exhausted you lack energy to do anything i think i also discussed that one yeah where you just trained you can get trainer then you have fre- frequent illnesses man when you're constantly sick like the smallest thing you when i'm you are sick um it's 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 not good it's not a good thing i think that also contributes with the diet the things that you eat because that can also make you sick i i i mentioned headaches and migraines at the beginning of the video and yeah muscle pains you know you've got sore and stiff muscles particularly in the jawline or neck or from your back oh especially if you move back and your neck oh but yeah apart from the fact that maybe some of us sit skew on chairs because <laughs> that's another thing that's contributing to our back pain hey? I mean I'm guilty guilty as charged the way I sit on chairs guys I mean I sit on a chair like I'm at the beach like I could literally be sitting in an office chair on a camp chair on a plastic school chair it doesn't matter it could even be a bar like a bar stool it doesn't matter I literally will sit there like I'm on vacation there um I'll be sitting there like I'm literally sitting somewhere in the like at Zanzibar or something I don't know <laughs> literally because I can't sit streets to save my life so but yeah things like back pain um muscle tension your neck those type of things can also be signs or symptoms of um of having of not being okay in your body basically meaning like you can I have a, a, a breakdown right now if you don't get this thing sorted out but remember most of these things come together you know they work together yes there's the normal symptoms that we have like a headache every now and then uh muscle muscle pain every now and then but yeah a racing heart 
literally feeling like your heart is racing, tightness across the chest or a lump in your throat, which can sometimes make it difficult to breathe. That will sometimes lead to a panic attack. That's how people have panic attacks. Literally, your heart just starts to race. Um, you feel like your chest is just closing up. You feel like there's something in your throat and you just like, and then you know, you're having difficulty breathing. So those type of things are also symptoms. And sweats, man. Literally, you're constantly sweating for no apparent reason. You know, you have cold flushes and clammy hands. And when you can do it, it's just it's all over the place. So all of these symptoms can definitely be warnings to tell you to get help. You know, these are some of the physical signs and the mental and the emotional signs that tell you, Khuri, it is time for you to get help. And then... Yeah, I think now we're gonna, I wanna swiftly look at the solutions. Basically, in terms of how to take care of your mental health, guys, how to take care of your mental health. Um, now, that obviously, I'll start with the most, um, the most obvious one. I think eating right, guys. Eating right, does it get better than that? Like, <laughs> obviously, it goes beyond that. That's not where it stops and starts. No, no, no. Can't just eat right and be like, yeah, but I'm eating right. No, it goes beyond just eating right. But that's where we start. Eating right, man. You got to make sure that the food that you put in your body, at the end of the day, what you put in your body is what your body will react to and who you become and what you become. So do not always be stuffing your body with all of these things that are toxic for you, that are bad for you, that are going to make you slouch and sit there like, you know, and talk about your feelings. Another thing, talk about your feelings. I know people hate talking, guys. We all hate talking, but you'll be quite surprised. I know this, and this one is a cliche. I know you guys are probably like, I just, why would I want to talk about my problems or my feelings? But it really does help. Sometimes talking really does help. Getting things out of your system helps. It really, really, really does the most for you, the most for you. And keeping, be active. Be active, guys. Instead of lying in bed all day doing nothing, get up. Go do something. Even if it means taking a walk every day. I mean, I always say exercise doesn't necessarily have to be you going to the gym and like, you know, or joining a sport or like, no, no, no. Literally, every now and then, literally dedicate at 10 minutes of your time to just take a walk outside, you know, look at nature, breathe, more your fresh, you know. That right there is a way of keeping active, you know, instead of lying in bed all day, get up, you know, do something. I think um, things like cooking, things like cleaning, be active, keep your body active, you know, keep your heart racing. That right there can really help when it comes to mental health issues. And I mean, keeping something up here, let something keep you... Um, let something keep you busy, man. You know, let something keep you busy. And I mean physically, that is, obviously. In terms of, you could literally be just jogging in one place. You could even literally just jog from your kitchen to the living room. And then jog from the living room to the bathroom. Jog from the bathroom <laughs> to your bedroom. <laughs> like, those type of things, you know. Do those light exercises. And try to do that. Obviously, I've already mentioned eating well. And I think drink sensibly. Yo, guys, drink sensibly. You know, but we some we often drink alcohol to change our mood. Some people drink to deal with fear of loneliness, but the effective is obviously temporary, as we all know that. So let's not let's limit the drinking, because at the end of the day, drinking doesn't solve our problems. And I know you guys are probably like, ay ay ay, nasog, susjeletis lapuz, ay ay ay, so teen man. No 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 no, calm down. Calm down, my dear friends. You're allowed to drink as much as you want, but I'm just saying, drink sensibly. 
Do not let drinking be your escape from reality. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying do not drink as much as you want. Just don't allow alcohol to be your escape from reality. When now you, the reason why you drink is not because you're at a turn up and we are drinking and we're having a good time and you like to drink. You're drinking now because you've got problems that you want to run away from. You are depressed or you are anxious about something and now you just want to run away from that anxiety or you are worried about something and now you want to run away from it. That's, I think that's where, what I mean by drinking sensibly. And keep in touch, man. Keep in touch, guys. Talk to people. Talk to people. I mean, I always say one thing that I've, I've realized is that talking to people really does help. Keep people around, you know? Puma, once in a while, go and visit a friend. You know, even if it's just for one hour, go out and have lunch with somebody. Go have breakfast. Catch up with somebody. Pick up the phone. Call someone. Talk to them, you know, especially when it comes to your close friends, family, your support system, you know. You beat your parents, your siblings, your closest friends, family friends. Keep in touch with people. Do not isolate yourself to the point whereby you don't talk to people at all. You're just 24-7, you're in your room. Don't do that because that really, really makes it worse. I think if you are trying to get it, it's not easy. It's not easy. I know I'm making it seem like it's easy. It's not easy, I know. But sometimes picking up the phone and talking to your best friend can just lift in your mood a bit. Picking up the phone and talking to your mom or going to your dad's place. I don't know. Going to visit your sister or your brother or having them come visit you. I think it's it's a great way to do things. You know, wake up one morning, make lunch, invite a friend or two, sit and just catch up on life you know what I mean so socializing can also really help and I think also with us that know people who are dealing with these type of things if you know that someone is dealing with a mental health issue keep in touch guys people in fact you don't even have to know man you don't even have to know my whole thing is why wait until I know it does not kill you to just pick up a phone and talk to somebody. I always say life is really short. Despite the whole thing of people not being okay out there, people are going through a lot of things that they don't tell us about, unfortunately. They go through a lot of issues that we will never know about. And pick up the phone. Check up on somebody. Sometimes, remember, texting is, is, is so fake sometimes. Texting is so fake to the highest level. I could literally, you could text me and be like, hey Jess, how you doing? And I'll send you stickers and emojis be like, I'm amazing, how are you? I'm having the best time of my life. Lapo, I'm literally sitting in bed crying, depressed, eating ice cream. Do you know, those type of things happen. That's why you see, check up on people. Organize dates, especially when you can tell somebody is not being themselves lately. Let's go out for lunch. Let's, let's let's hang. Let's chill somewhere. Let's do something. You know, let's go for a picnic. I don't know. Let's even go for a walk. Let me fetch you. Let's go for a walk. You know what I mean? Let's have an ice cream date. I don't know. Those type of things genuinely do boost one's mood. They put them in a better space. I think now that's more for even Tina Esngapandli watching somebody or having or knowing somebody who might have a mental health issue. I think that's just another thing. Keep in touch with people, man. Really, people go through a lot of things. They face a lot of demons that they will never be able to tell us about. Sometimes they don't have to tell you about their issues, but just knowing that you are there, that you are present and that you've got their back is sometimes enough for them to pull themselves out of a very dark place. A support system can get you out of a lot of things. So let's let's, let's support our people, you know, and do allow people in. Allow people in because I know we always want to close people off, but allow them in. It's not easy, but allow people to help you. And guys, ask for help, man. Ask for help. 
And really ask for help. If you are feeling overwhelmed by everything that you are doing, ask for help. Sometimes a simple can you assist me with this will, will take you places. It's difficult, I know. It's not easy. But do it. At the end of the day, this is your health. Your mental health is more important than anything. I mean, I always say that, honestly, I would rather have you nag me day in and day out about your problems, about your chores, about everything that you've got going on in your life, rather than for me to attend your funeral. Honestly, if you feel like you are losing it, pick up the phone and call me. I would literally rather come sit and listen to you go on about everything that you need to go on about than literally have to get a phone call one day telling me that you are late and you died from depression or something like that. So ask for help, ask for assistance. There are some people out there who would gladly assist you, gladly. Even strangers, there are strangers out there who would help you more than the people that you call friends, by the way, and I think we all know this. So do not be afraid to ask for help and take a break. Last but not least, take a break. There are a lot of things that I could name right now. There's a lot, but I think I want to end it at take a break. Ladies and gentlemen, breaks are very important. Men, I always say, guys, the way I value my mental health in a corner, when I feel like I'm losing my mind, I literally put everything else on hold. I do not care. I will put everything and everybody on hold just to fix my mental health because I'm no good if I'm mentally unstable, but I'm out there. Take a break. Take a break from everything and from everybody. You know, and take care of yourself. Self-care is so important. Guys, even if it literally means, I know this is bad advice that I'm about to give me, but even if it means taking your last 50 rand to go buy that tub of ice cream, if it's going to make you feel better and it's going to make you happy and it's going to give you that self-care feeling, do it. Do it, Mdase. Do it. Take good care of yourself, you know? It doesn't cost that much to take good care of yourself. Run yourself a bubble bath, get yourself a pizza, sit there and just relax and be by yourself, play some meditation music, read a good book, I don't know, listen to some good music and just relax. Take good care of yourself, you know? Sometimes pampering yourself is really what you need to help you uplift your mood. You know, get up one day with dog, get dressed and look cute. I'm telling you, dress up as if you are going, I don't know, do your makeup for the gods, like put on your best outfit just so you can go to the mall and sit down and order a salad. Literally. People always feel like they have to go all out to, to, to take care of themselves. No, you don't. Self-care is not all about that. You can even get dressed in Tasa and look like, I don't know, like Ariana Grande up in the streets, look like Beyonce and shit, only just to get up here and go have ice cream there by Milky Way. Literally, that is self-care because you woke up, you decided to look good, you decided to feel good, and then you went and you did something. So do stuff for yourself, even if it means getting dressed right now and going to clicks and buying yourself that eyeshadow palette you've always wanted. Dress up, honey, dress up, look cute. You know, drop those flip-flops, drop those um, sweatpants, put on a nice cute little outfit and go out and just feel great, look great, take pictures if you are somebody that loves pictures, but do the things that make you happy. Go watch that soccer match. I don't know, go do something, whatever it is that make you happy, do it. Because that is a way of helping you to not concentrate on all the bad that is going on in your life. Sometimes a little self-care can really, really go a long way. But yeah, 
I'm going to end today's talk on that note, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. And please let us take care of our mental health, guys. That is such an important thing. And please do read up some more on mental health issues and how to help people who are struggling with mental health issues, how to help them cope. This might even be you that we're talking about. Please do feel free to... Um, to, to, to reach out to people, especially people who genuinely need you. They don't have to tell you that they need you. Just be there for people. Sometimes being there, your presence is enough. You don't even have to come with goodies. Your presence is enough. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to me go on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> and um, please like this video. Please subscribe. And thank you so much for being here. And I've got mega, mega love for you guys. Until next time. Mm-hmm. LoungeRadio.co